Welcome to Millennium Live, a digital diary podcast. We sit down with the top C-suite executives and talk all things digital transformation. This episode features Michael Brooks, Virtual Chief Information Security Officer at Abacode. We dive into why it's Abacode's mission to take a holistic approach to cybersecurity and compliance, transforming cyber challenges into competitive advantages, and a few of the most critical data privacy issues facing security leaders today. Michael has over 20 years of experience in developing, implementing, and operating cybersecurity programs and is a retired Air Force officer. Thanks so much for joining us today, Michael. My pleasure, Katie. It's nice to be with you. Before we jump in, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and Abacode? Sure, I'd be happy to. So um, I uh, am a uh, Air Force veteran. I had a military career of 22 years. I retired in 2017. uh, And pretty much for that whole career, I was in IT and cybersecurity. Uh, I ran and built cybersecurity programs, teams, and organizations, uh, you know, for the military, for the Air Force, and for the Department of Defense. When I transitioned, I transitioned to a big four consulting firm and then to, went to work for a Fortune 500 company for a little bit in the cybersecurity space, uh, and then joined the Abaco team uh, about a year and a half ago to really help uh, build out uh, cybersecurity programs for and provide cybersecurity leadership for our clients, which are um, in the small to medium-sized enterprises. Wow, that's great. So I see that Abacode frequently discusses taking a holistic, full-spectrum approach to cybersecurity. So what does that mean, and why would you say it's important? Yeah, that's a great question. So holistic really means whole of business, if you think of it that way. So a lot of times the cybersecurity concerns um, tend to get isolated to a particular team or to a particular technology. We get very tactic focused when it comes to cybersecurity. Uh, And it really is imperative that the business leadership, the executive leadership team of the business understands how to set the conditions for cybersecurity success within their organization. So when we talk about taking a holistic approach to cybersecurity, that's, that's simply what we mean is working with that executive team to make sure that the conditions are set within the organization so that the cybersecurity risks can be mitigated and that the business can continue to operate, can continue to grow, uh, you know, without an enormous amount of complexity or confusion or you know, additional cost, maybe that's not necessary. Right. Okay. So compliance and cybersecurity is definitely top of mind right now. Why would you say that is? And do you think there's a reason or what is driving it? Yeah, that's another great question. So it's interesting because compliance, you'll hear a lot of people say compliance doesn't equal security, right? Okay. And what they mean by that is compliance is essentially the minimum acceptable standard that a regulatory body has established or that, you know, some other organization has established. Mm -hmm. This is done primarily because the big driver behind uh, compliance right now is just lack of confidence. Uh, It's lack of confidence in the data, in the data protection, how the data is being handled. You see this with privacy as well. Uh, the privacy of individuals now becomes, you know, top of mind as well as compliance. And I would, I would lump privacy into the compliance discussion as well. But that's, that's really what we see is that, you know, the compliance driver is really around uh, assurance, uh, assurance of if I share my data with you, is it going to be safe? Is it going to be secure? Are you going to keep it protected? That's really what we're talking about when we talk about compliance being a key driver. And it absolutely is. So what does that mean for the leaders of the company? 
Uh, the first thing it means is you need to understand at, at a very high level uh, what your compliance requirements are, right? Okay. And, and that sounds simple, uh, but, but it, 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 it's not easy, meaning that uh, you need to understand what your obligations and regulatory requirements are with regards to your data. Cybersecurity is all about the data. Um, you might have particular data in your environment that has, uh, by law, that has to be stored, processed, and transmitted in a very specific way. Um, you need to make sure you understand what those requirements are, and you need to make sure that you understand that how to cascade those down to your technical teams uh, and again set the conditions so that they've got the proper tooling they've got the proper technology they've got the proper procedures in place to protect that data in a way that the regulations require the other component to this that makes it somewhat uh, more complex is most businesses deal with more than one compliance regulation they have four or five, you know, they might have healthcare information. They may be located in California where they've got to adhere to certain privacy requirements. Uh, and they may be doing work with the federal government, which means now they've got federally protected data. So you could have potentially three to four to five different uh, requirements within your organization uh, and around your organizational data. And we call those multi-frameworks uh, when we work with our clients because what we don't want to do uh, when it comes to the compliance standard is you don't want to have overlapping controls. You don't want to be protecting this set of data in a certain way and then having to duplicate that uh, in, another, in another way. Right. So you're talking about the requirements. So could you tell me some threats or compliance requirements that you're seeing right now and should possibly be at the top of the list for C-suite executives? Yeah, I think I think the push to remote uh, has really has really changed. Uh, it was a game changer in a lot of ways. Sure. Uh, and I'll give you two examples. The first is in in um, in the healthcare space. Uh, if if when you went to your office and you were handling patient data, you were handling patient information. Um, all of that was done within the confines and the control environment that was established at your office mm -hmm. when we pushed you home and said, okay, now go work from home. Um, how is all of that data now being handled? Where are those patient records? They're on your laptop still, but are they visible by somebody else in your family? Are you at a coffee shop? Are you able to print them off? So that, that's the first example that we see a lot is um, folks making sure that what used to apply still applies today and is still valid. And it's a great idea if you haven't done it to go through and reassess your compliance requirements based on how your workforce is, is operating today. The second example is, uh, is, again, I would attribute it a little bit more to the remote workforce in terms of the spike that we're seeing, and that's ransomware. Oh, right? okay. So it's making sure that um, your data is safe and secure, but more importantly that you have backups so that if you do get hit by something like a ransomware, you're able to quickly restore your data to a restore point of, 10 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, two hours ago. Uh, and that takes practice. That's not something you can just do. You need, you need to make sure, and again, from the leadership team, you need to make sure that your teams have the proficiency to restore data. And it's a good idea to understand how quickly could we restore if something were to happen. Right. So can you tell us a little more about Abacode and the services you offer? Yeah, so Abacode is a, is a full-service uh, cybersecurity firm. We offer the full spectrum of cybersecurity services. We have a design, implement, and manage approach to building cybersecurity programs, and that's really where we help our clients the most. 
we don't offer point solutions. We really like to, again, look at it holistically across the business to find out how is the business currently operating? What are the business outcomes and objectives that the business is trying to meet? And then how can we build a security program for that business in the most cost-effective and risk-effective way? And we do that by following frameworks. There's industry frameworks such as the CIS Top 20 or the NIST Cybersecurity Framework or even the ISO 27001, which is an international standard. So there are good benchmark standards out there that we use as kind of our foundational um, approach to building those security programs. And then our our, our biggest offering, our, our, our anchor service, as we call it, is really our 24-7 security operations center, which provides a blanket of monitoring around your environment 24-7, 365. You know, we say eyes on glass. We've got people looking at alerts and events uh, to make sure that our clients' environments are staying safe and staying secure. And we can inform them, you know, if certain things are happening, uh, you know, in the, in the environment. Mm -hmm. So transforming cybersecurity challenges into um, competitive advantages sounds like a proactive position. So could you tell me how Abacode does this for other companies? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, transforming cybersecurity into competitive advantages is all around making smart business decisions uh, with regards to cost uh, and, the, and the complexity of the environment, because the business needs to stay very agile and it needs to stay uh, really relevant in new markets. A, a good example is for um, businesses that do business with the federal government, specifically the Department of Defense, they now have a new compliance standard that they are required to meet. Uh, it's the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, CMMC. Um, and as it's being rolled out, what that means is if you're not certified to that standard, you're not allowed to bid on government work. So you're going to lose the advantage of bidding on work. So we see that. Right? So that's one way that we do provide competitive advantages by making sure that the business truly does understand what their requirements are and we can get in front of those proactively um, to build the right control environments and the right governance and the right policies and the right risk management to make sure that um, the business stays very, very competitive. Another example would be around their data. Most small to medium-sized businesses have between 50 and 150 terabytes of data. That's like five libraries of Congress. That's how much data you have. So, and that's very expensive if you wanted to protect all of that, right? Certainly there are, there is a lot of information and data there that needs to be protected and needs to be secured. So you need to make good decisions uh, around that because cyber spend is another one of these areas that has really skyrocketed. I mean, there are over, you know, three to 500 different security solutions out there, lots of vendors, lots of noise. It can get very confusing. So competitive advantage means doing the right things at the right time. And again, keeping the business as competitive as possible because the cybersecurity function truly is a business enabler at the end of the day. Of course. So of course we talk about the C-suite. What role do you believe that the C-suite plays in the cybersecurity strategy? It's critical. Absolutely critical. They're accountable at the end of the day. Um, you know, should something go bad uh, or should should something happen, uh, they're going to be accountable, right? So they need to, again, uh, set the conditions, understand what the requirements are, and make sure that they're empowering their teams. The other component is they need to set a strong cyber culture. You know, we, we hear security awareness, security awareness. Well, I think everyone's aware it's more about security accountability, 
right? Are we practicing good cybersecurity hygiene? Have we set up strong defenses? Um, most cyber um, attacks, most data breaches are not the result of some sophisticated uh, you know, hack attack. It's uh, some cyber criminal has exploited a very simple weakness uh, and decided to come in, take some data that's valuable and go and sell it. it, it it's that simple. So, um, you know, leaving the back door open, leaving the windows unlocked, doing things like that can really have negative consequences on the business. Right. So if you had to say three of the most critical cybersecurity and data privacy issues that members of the C-suite should be addressing right now, what would they be? First, I would say understand your data. You really should take a, a very good uh, cross-functional look across the C-suite at your data set and understand, okay, if we've got X amount of data, what are our regulatory requirements? What in there has to be protected a certain way? Okay, let's set that off to the side and make sure that we're doing that. What are the other threats that we're worried about with regards to this data? Some of the public data, maybe we don't need to have all of the protections around that that we would if it's client data or payment data. So I think the C-suite really needs to look at the data holistically and get a really good understanding of what is out there because everything cybersecurity-wise really comes after that. We build control environments, we build countermeasures, we assess risk, all based off of the data set. So, so that's the first thing. The second thing is I would say, be a champion. Set the culture, um, set a strong cybersecurity culture, let people know how important it is. Security awareness is certainly important. Take it to the next step. Make sure that people really know what can they do? How can I help protect uh, the business? Everyone that has an account to access your company data is a cyber defender, is a cybersecurity personnel. Should think of it that way. Uh, and again, really make sure that th you're setting a strong culture. The third thing is practice and, and assess risk, right? Understand that if you know what your critical business functions are, know where you are the most dependent on cybersecurity. For example, if you did experience a data breach, you should have already talked about or, or develop the messaging that you're going to use that's going to go out to different audiences. And you should talk about that beforehand. This is again, getting back to the proactive approach. You wanna make sure that those things are, are in place because everyone else will follow the lead of what the executive team has set. Um, and this, the CISO and the CIO and the CTO and the technical teams, they're all there to meet the needs of the business. And that's absolutely what they wanna do. But it's that guidance and leadership from the top that really sets, sets the stage for success for the business. Right. So what would you say the initial steps are um, for the C-suite to address their cybersecurity and their compliance maturity? Yeah, I, I think the first thing I would do is I would do, a, a, I would do an exercise around the data. Uh, it could be a data mapping exercise. It could be, and it could be very simple. It's something that you and I could do. Um, show me how much data we have. Okay, we've got 100 terabytes. Okay. Of that 100 terabytes, how much of it is federally, is federally regulated? How much of it is protected? How much of it falls under privacy? How are we protecting it? Ask those questions, right? And get a very good sense for how you are protecting the data that you're supposed to be protecting. The second thing is take a, take a good look at where you currently are today. Uh, and, and this is through an assessment. We, you know, I, I would say do a framework assessment based on your requirements, meaning, Actually take a look at how you're performing today from a cybersecurity perspective. Do you have gaps? 
do you have risks that are above the tolerance level of the business? Meaning if that bad thing were to happen, it would be very negative for the business. What can we do to drive that down to an acceptable level? And then the last thing I would say is to just continue to develop the maturity and the reporting inside the business so that the C-suite is constantly aware of where the risks are and what the business is doing to address them. Not from a tactical tacticianer perspective, but more from an executive level perspective on health of the business, growth of the business. Uh, because you know, in today's environment, if you closed your eyes and said, well, what, what could I do without data in my business? It's not a whole lot. And again, everything cybersecurity really comes after the data set. So it's critically important. Well, thank you so much, Michael, for being here with us today. It was great to have you. And hopefully we will see you at a virtual, a virtual event soon. Okay, awesome. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Make sure to listen and subscribe to our podcast exclusively on iTunes and SoundCloud to get the inside scoop from top execs in the world of digital transformation.